Welcome to the I Know a Thing podcast. This is Kat. I'm a roller derby jammer from Tennessee with five kids. And if you want to make me happy, buy me a plane ticket literally anywhere. This is Kelly. I'm a holiday decor guru from SoCal. I'm a PTSA mom of three girls and I'm obsessed with reality TV. This is Lauren. I'm a marketing consultant and real estate investor from New York. I have two kids and I thrive on researching the hell out of everything. Today, we are here with Nova Guthrie, general manager, personal fitness trainer, and yoga instructor at Zen Rock Fitness in Redmond, Washington. Nova is an avid yoga and travel enthusiast, and she shares her love of both with her clients through relaxing and fun trips to exotic places with her clients. Nova is an ISSA master trainer, transformation specialist coach, and certified yoga fitness instructor. Welcome, Nova. Hi. Hi, I'm so happy to have you. So nice to be here. So exciting. So why don't we start out by like you talking about how your journey to getting into yoga and your passion for personal fitness. So I've been passionate for fitness most of my life. I definitely went through a phase of college and post-college where I got super out of shape, kind of lost my way, made some crazy life decisions. And then around 30, um, a friend sent me a book on yoga and was like, maybe this will help with those crazy life changes you're going through. And that's how I discovered yoga. And from there, I, I had no idea I wanted to teach. It was just good for my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other people seemed to notice that I was good at it and they thought I should teach. So from that, I kind of got pushed into teaching and then realized I actually loved it. Great. So tell us about the benefits of yoga and meditation. And also, I'd love to hear your thoughts on um, how yoga can help anxiety, given that so many people are anxious these days. Yeah, I don't know why. Why do you think people are anxious? <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. I, I, don't, I don't even know who you're talking about. Understand. I don't even know what that means. a strange thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the benefits of yoga are really broad. They cover everything from the physical benefits to mental to emotional, energetic. And if you're into it, you know perhaps the spiritual, but just looking at the physical benefits alone and learning how to breathe properly can help bring those anxiety levels down. So breathing deeply in and out through the nose, which is how we always start with yoga, and there's lots of other breathing practices that go from there, but just that alone can lower your heart rate, lower your blood pressure, and kind of bring you back to a better normal level. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the number one reason people come to you wanting to learn yoga? Definitely for anxiety. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Especially at this point, you know, I wouldn't say that we're totally post-pandemic, but we're yeah. through the thick of it, right? And there's never been greater demand for, for yoga, for learning how to be present in your own body and get out of your head. So I would say now more than ever. Yeah. I can relate. So I was just in South Africa and my parents met us there. <laughs> and my dad, who's known me my whole life, was like... Um, pretty sure you need to do yoga at least once a week because you are at a (laughs) hundred. And so I'll email you. (laughs) I was like, I don't have time because I don't have time. He's like, exactly. You need to (laughs) to make time. (laughs) Does your dad do yoga? Yeah. Really? He's he's like CEO. He's like personality wise. And also that's like, he, he is a boss guy. So he's always been super like, not stressed. Like he's pretty chill, but like, 
you know, stressful job. And he said, my employees like me so much more now that I've been doing yoga once a week. So he's like, you and Andrew need to get in there. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that mentally, but like, I need to actually do it. Right. It's like, yeah. that's the half the yeah. battle is coming and saying, let's get this on the calendar. Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest battle is actually going and making time for it. Carving out a little piece of your day, whether that's 10 or 15 minutes or it's a full hour like, you know, budgeting time is like budgeting anything else and putting it on the calendar, making it a priority, right? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what you said about, you know, your dad being a nicer person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my early meditation teachers, I remember we were sitting in, like, a group meditation. It was a long, like, retreat weekend kind of thing. And someone asked him, you know, you've been meditating for 35 years, so you're an expert, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. He's like, I do it every day because my wife says if I didn't, we wouldn't still be married. Right? So, <laughs> so it was like the daily practice of him sitting with himself made him a better person. And that's really why I kept doing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe after my, my journey to this podcast meeting where I shoved my kids out the car and was like, I'm late. I have to go. Like, maybe I should explore this. You need a good group uh, and Nova, you have mentioned that you actually have an increase in um, folks looking for private training in yoga. Like, what do you what do you think the reason for that is? Because usually people go to a yoga class, you know, weekly. Or- yeah, I think people are looking for something deeper. They're looking for that one on one attention that lets them know first of all they're doing the pose correctly so they don't hurt themselves, but also having that quiet space where it's one on one. They can really focus better on the breathing, focus mm-hmm. better on being present in their body. They're not looking at all these other bodies and going, I don't look like that, or I'm not doing it as well. So some of the judgment is gone, self-judgment, right? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing this right. It's not self-doubt. So having it one-on-one, I think, gives people a lot of empowerment mm-hmm. to feel like they're doing it right for themselves. Mm-hmm. Or is the person behind me looking at my butt? Yeah. That, that too. Right? Yeah. Are these yoga pants see-through? Yeah. <laughs> so, Novo, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on kind of the whole idea of remaining young after 40? I mean, I think we're all kind of in that club. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts and, and tips on that? Well, For us? You know, yeah. Get rid of your stress. <laughs> Check. That's the first. That's the first thing. Stop being an American. That's probably the second thing. Yeah. <laughs> Travel. Don't go through any more pandemics. Yeah. No, really, it, it is using your body the way that humans are meant to use our body, right? Which means breathing fully and completely. It means walking. We're, we're bipeds mm-hmm. for a reason. We mm-hmm. have two legs to move. So getting rid of that sedentary. And then also, of course, what you're putting in your body, right? So water, plenty of it, vegetables, lots of those, maybe not so much saturated fat and not so much simple, simple carbs. <laughs> I'm not anti-carb, but yeah, you know. As, but we're all drinking champagne. <laughs> I won't like totally naysay alcohol and like never drink it. I will say like, you know, when you have it, enjoy it, but maybe don't have it all the time. Like moderation. Yeah. 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 Moderation. Moderation yes. in most things is good. Yeah. Absolutely. And I do think after the the whole pandemic and COVID and all that, it was hard to get kind of back on track. It was such a crazy, it was such a crazy time and you kind of were home and, you know, not really doing much. Well, people went to extremes on both sides, right? Like, so for my clients, I saw, I saw both. I saw people who went nuts with exercise like crazy and lost 30, 40, 50 pounds and got Mm -hmm. in incredible shape. 
And then I saw people that like, you know, need to go to AA now and they gained 50. Yeah. yeah. Just from sitting around drinking. Which is the majority. And because I, I out, am a yeah. dietitian, so I talk to people a lot. And I, do you feel like the majority has gained weight, started drinking more? I would say, yeah. And then there's like the few that's like, oh, yeah. I lost like There's 50 definitely and, a much higher yeah. percentage of Sadly. people who got at least the COVID-19. I mean, pass. that was me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> a dietitian, so yeah. hello. Yeah. But no, and but yeah. what I'm seeing now, I don't know if you see this, is a rebound. So it's like I have some, you know, like I talked to some people who like would lose weight during the pandemic, even though we're still technically in the pandemic. And then they've started to gain it back because we are back to going at a hundred, like work, all the sports, all the activities, yeah. blah, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some people, I guess, thrive with, <laughs> with <laughs> not having that structure mm-hmm. and some people thrive with having it. I don't know. Have you seen that too? Oh, or, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's been a, it's been a mixed <clears throat> batch of things that have happened and we haven't seen the end of it. Right. Um, there's still, you know, changes are still going to happen due to the pandemic, you know, babies that were born during the pandemic, the pandemic babies, the pandemic tweens and teens and all of that stress. So, I mean, we've also seen like an increase in the number of men who come that want to do yoga, like more than ever before, which is unusual. It's usually women. They didn't have the office to go to. (laughs) Yeah. They're home with the babies. Yeah. And then the work. in, In our particular, you know, Zen Rock is... I would say our majority clients are women over 40. Right? Okay. So yeah. at least 60, probably 70% of our clientele mm-hmm. women yes. over 40. Mm-hmm. But now there's been, you know, more guys coming in and clients bringing their kids in. Interesting. Right? Yeah. So it's been a shift. We've always had a few kids that come in with mm-hmm. their parents and always had some guys, but I would say that things are shifting a bit. So it's interesting. an interesting change. Yeah. And I will chalk it up to the pandemic. Yeah. Well, you were there before, you were there during, oh, yeah. and you were there after, yeah. so. And how did, and I assume you did online. I mean, you kind of never had to really stop, uh, right? Because you could do online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, which is we, amazing. We were able to go online just because our clients are tech savvy and they were more than happy to have something rather yeah. than nothing. And all the big box gyms were closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to have one-on-one attention on Zoom, it's not quite as good as being able to go into the gym, but it was an amazing outlet. So and I'm sure it fulfilled that for those yeah. people who like those people who were adamant to keep going. Oh, yeah. Like that was their kind of outlet. That's Our amazing. business survived because of that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So so many yoga studios and like small gyms like ours closed down. Now, do you offer? Because I know my daughter has mentioned, and I need to follow up with this because she's mentioned it several times now. Do you offer like a teen yoga class? So we don't offer no. any classes. We will do private things. Oh, just so, private. Got yeah, it. Okay. We can do private. Would you, for small would you do a teen? Like, yeah. Do, yeah, sure. That would be sure. cool. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I, mean, I think that'd be amazing. Pre yeah. pandemic, like, one of, I, I never really taught kids. And one of my clients was like, I need a yoga class for my daughter's Girl Scout troop. So I had 12, you know, between the age of 8 and 12. Oh, wow. That reminds <laughs> me. Pure pandemonium, but lots <laughs> yeah, of fun. Lots of fun, I bet. Yeah. I, this is funny because, like, I just, I mean, I don't know. I forgot. But when my kids were little, and I had a bunch of little kids, so like I had a bunch of preschoolers and toddlers, you know, they're all close in age. We would, at night before bed, we would always put on YouTube yoga to calm them down. I don't know why I'm just remembering this, but, and it was so cute too. Like it was cute, but then it also like took it down like Hmm. several notches. So why did I stop doing that? I don't know. I will say. (laughs) I'm going to try it again tonight because my husband's out of town. You should. I do that when I sub. Like when I sub, I put on YouTube 
yoga for the kids, and like for quiet time. It. They, they loved, totally loved, loved it. it. Oh, they get into it. Okay. Yeah, they have like alphabet yoga where you can like oh, make sure. your body into the yeah. alphabet. Yes, no, they love it. Okay. See, yoga's for yeah, all. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts on hot yoga? Yoga. I do love. I do <laughs> well, love she hot has yoga. Thoughts, I, guess I, have thoughts. <laughs> I do, and you know, I love some hot yoga. <laughs> Uh, I personally am not a huge fan of hot yoga unless hot yoga means doing yoga in Bali (laughs) (laughs) in hot weather or in Costa Rica somewhere outside where the weather is hot that's my version of hot yoga and I love that not cranking yeah no the artificial heat inside of a building with not necessarily the world's best air system Mm -hmm. with 20 to 40 super sweaty bodies in there that is not my jam with your sweaty yoga pants and the person behind you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, what I what I will say is that for some people, especially here in the Pacific Northwest, it's cold, it's chilly, and, and they love it, and they seem to get something good out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, I'm not a fan, but lots of people are, you know, and if you're doing it safely, sure, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like if it's your thing, I mean, I feel like any time you can move your body, I guess that's a good thing, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's good. Like hot yoga typically is the same 26 poses always in the same uh, order for the same amount of time. And so you can memorize it and kind of go mindless in there. And for some people, that's great. And yeah. they love it. And for me, yeah. it, you know, yeah. I feel like I would, I'm from the South <laughs> where it's hot and humid and I moved here for a reason. I, I, don't, <laughs> not I do not miss going to the grocery store in dripping sweat. Like just from walking from my car to the Kroger, right? But in June, when it's still cold here, <laughs> I'm like, I just want to be hot and sweaty. <laughs> so I feel like that's what I would use it for. But yeah, I get yeah. the whole like, yeah, it's probably smelly in there. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a real purpose to this? I don't know. <laughs> so with your clients, you must have to figure out ways to motivate different personalities. So how do you go about for like, is it sort of like that book blink where you all of a sudden can figure out by knowing someone like how to motivate them? Like, how does that work? <laughs> some people are, some people are easy, you know, they're very much an open book and they will tell you what motivates them and mm-hmm. other people. Yeah, it's tough. It's like pulling teeth. You know, mm-hmm. it is not, it's not easy. And each client comes in with their own baggage and their own background. And maybe they've worked with a trainer before. Maybe they've never worked with anyone mm-hmm. Maybe they're what I call an Eeyore personality and everything is depressing and it's probably going to not work out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you just have to, part of that too is finding a trainer that fits with them. Mm-hmm. And people tend to be drawn to certain trainers. I mean, it's anybody's guess sometimes. It can be very surprising on who mm-hmm. ends up with who. Mm-hmm. But our, our clients do tend to stay a really long time, as you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. And that is because we can find ways to motivate them and, and keep them going. And sometimes that's as simple as, you know, maybe it's an older client and they just love to talk. And so when they come in for their workout, you keep them moving and you let them talk. Mm-hmm. And that's really all they need. Mm-hmm. And for other people, Amazing. they come in because they don't want to talk. Like they have three kids and a spouse and they're like so over it. They just want to sweat and they don't want to talk. And they just, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, you learn over time how to read people and how to make it you know, personalized for them. So mm-hmm. it's, their, it's their half hour or it's their hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that must keep it very like fun for you that it's different people and personalities and it's not the same person every time and it probably is never boring (laughs) at all rarely 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 boring rarely boring and how that's and you're like helping people that's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah it's got a fulfilling job i call it the healthy version of a bartender (laughs) that's actually very true and they talk to you about their life and what's going on and half of it is like therapy and half of it is they're sweating and you know 
doing doing a great job getting in shape. It's like a hairdresser. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> totally. Totally. Like the totally. Except you're in workout clothes. And, yeah. you're and you actually have to, like, work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just to, like, sit there. do something. Yes. <laughs> and you don't come out looking with, like, a blowout at the work. Right. That's the opposite. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. I mean, we do have a blow dryer in the bathroom. Oh, you can have a shower, okay. blow dry your hair, and come out looking fresh. I will say, I have been to the Zen Rock, mm-hmm. and it's lovely in there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful in there. And it's such a nice atmosphere. And when I was there, there were lots of men there actually. Like that day I was there, lots of lots of the men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So But it has it does it has a spa like it has a you go in and you yes. immediately are like, My shoulders just descended yes. like three inches. <laughs> For, I mean, just because it, it is a calming environment. But it's not overwhelming. Gyms, no. You know? like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most most gyms are very loud and mm-hmm. bright and people everywhere and mm-hmm. not calming. Still good. I like to go to the gym. I like a good workout. But if you're looking for like a little bit of anxiety yes. reduction, I don't know. And it okay. has like a travel vibe to it because I know Nova, you're like Miss Travel the World with your, you know, yoga and your spiritual things. And so you're just in Bali. Yeah, I was in Bali in March for nine day retreat. Mm-hmm. And now tell us about these retreats. Mm-hmm. So basically, we find a spot that we like, and either Petra and myself or myself and another yoga teacher will go and set it up ahead of time, meaning we go there, we do everything that we want to do with our clients. Um, We find a big villa, we find a private chef, and then we take 12 to 14 people with us, and we spend anywhere from 8 to 10 days. Wow. We do yoga twice a day, we go out hiking, we do biking, we do all kinds of water stuff, like snorkeling in Bali was amazing. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And then each evening we come back, we have the chef prepare us a meal and we eat together. It's like pretty much like being a family. And it's a, it's a way to step out of your normal life and into a space where you can put more attention on yourself, how your body's feeling, what's going on in your brain, mm-hmm. all of that. That's yeah. amazing. That. Do you have mm-hmm. a lot of return clients that do the trips like over oh, yeah. work so yeah. we have people who've been on almost every trip oh wow and we've done oh, some repeat wow. trips and those people have done a trip more than once right so obviously yeah people are getting something like good out of <laughs> it. i don't blame them part, at of, all. part of that is it's on the luxury end of mm-hmm. yoga retreats and it's not just a yoga retreat so it's not super austere and you're not eating minimalist and you're not in silence like we're embracing enjoying everything the mm-hmm. food the culture each other mm-hmm. but it's also a space where it is safe and you can mm-hmm. you know have your feelings and maybe let go a little bit because you're not that. surrounded by your normal people and tomorrow you're going on a not you don't need a passport tomorrow but you're going <laughs> to so tomorrow i'm going to zion national park okay. and i'll be there hiking for three days because we're doing a retreat there in september oh wow so this oh, is cool. a pre-trip trip. this is a pre-trip and oh, i have wow. done zion before but petra has not so uh, we want to go down together and run through all the hikes so she feels right. comfortable with where we're taking our peeps. And, yeah, it'll be it'll be a really fun, good trip for the two of us to get away together. But oh, also so nice. planning for September. Is so you fun. wish you had a cubicle job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. you totally want to work at Microsoft. <laughs> I'm dying for that. Yes, please. Give me a windowless box. Yeah, right. Put oh me in the corporate gosh. world and crank up my stress level. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's amazing. amazing. I'll go on a scouting <laughs> retreat to... 
know, <laughs> hike. Yes. Yeah, I'm already like less stressed just hearing this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. Because yeah. I came in at a oh, yes. mm-hmm. 10. I think yes. I'm at a 7. This is so, good. see? This is good. You're not yeah. even at, in the gym. You're not, <laughs> You're not even there. It's good. Speaking of corporate, so it sounds like you guys are doing corporate events as well. Yeah. So when we opened our second location in Bellevue, which has been open just over a year, um, we realized we had a great space there to do like smaller group corporate events, mm-hmm. corporate functions, like team building, that kind of stuff. So we've done a few of those this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's a really good avenue for us to take as people go back to the workplace and that anxiety level is up. And corporate teams in the past have tended to like go to happy hours or go mm-hmm. mini golf or whatever. Um, so being able to come to Zen Rock and have the whole place to themselves and have it be quiet and maybe have a restorative yoga session and a sound bath, some green juice at the end, it's a very different feeling, you know, to come out of there down a level, like not up here at 10, like you said, but maybe yeah. get a five. That's so great. smart. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so that's something that we want to keep mm-hmm. expanding and, and working on. This past weekend, we did a small one, and it wasn't even corporate. It was like a group of women who were friends, and it was one of their birthdays. Oh, wow. Oh, like, we so want to do so something cool. totally different, mm-hmm. you know, not the normal. Mm-hmm. And so they did that, and I thought it was great. You know, they really enjoyed it. How many people can you accommodate? Like, how, what, I can, what uh, size groups? I can accommodate up to about 15. Okay. Yeah. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just really depends. Yeah. We we offer other things too. Like if people want to have a boot camp in the park and get super sweaty and then come back to the studio and do a yoga class and bring it down, mm-hmm. um, we can do things like that. We can also do a super customized thing, like for a family, for a corporate, for a girls' weekend where we take you out and hike mm-hmm. and do yoga in nature, and then maybe cruise through Woodenville and do a wine tasting. Hmm. So we can also organize that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, oh, nice. oh well, that was so, so many good things. Is it so, your birthday coming up? It is. Yeah, so we can organize something like that. So I, I would actually pick everybody up in a van and take you, and and Amazing. you just do the whole thing. So fun. I mean, that would be. I mean, not the winery part, but the other part would be super fun for like a teenage girl, like teenage girls, you know, and something different than the normal birthday things. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. A little boot camp or... Yeah, I don't know what a sound bath is, but it sounds amazing. What is a sound bath? bath? So a sound bath is typically done with either crystal or Tibetan bowls, um, and lots of them, or maybe Mm -hmm. just a few of them. They vibrate at really beautiful frequencies, a lot of deep bass tones as well as some higher tones, depending on which bowls they bring. Sometimes they bring cymbals or chimes, do lots of cool stuff. But for about an hour, you lay on the floor with your blankie and your pillow and your eyes covered and you get washed in sound. So that's why we call it a sound bath. And it really does like reset your body on a, huh. on a harmonic frequency. It's, it's pretty cool. I love them. I know I already brought up my dad, but this is another <laughs> funny story because during the, the, the you know, I don't need the armpit of COVID because it was horrible anyway. So the middle of COVID, homeschooling a bunch of kids, working from home, nightmare. My gym was closed. I was like more stressed than I am now, if you can imagine. <laughs> and my dad, the person who he does yoga with, was doing a, a virtual sound bath, which isn't the same, obviously. Like you don't get the vibrations and stuff. But he was like, I'm going to pay for this. You're going to do it because I think he could tell from all the way from Tennessee that I was not not great. Um, And, but I did, I like locked my bedroom door, which I think the lock was broken at that point. Shoved some furniture in front of it so the kids couldn't get in and I'd like turn out the lights and it was 
via Zoom, just because, you know, it's 2020, mm-hmm. it's like what we did, it was still incredible. And so ever since then, what is it, 2023, still haven't done it. I said, I'm going to do one of these in person because it was great. Clearly, I haven't put it on my calendar, but maybe now I will. But it was like just very like you just can't like start worrying about anything because you're there's sound. It's not like you're sitting in silence, but there's something about it that's just very. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I call it like it's like clearing and resetting. Mm -hmm. And you just missed one. You just did one in Bellevue. Yeah. But we do them every quarter. Okay. So. Next time. Yep. Yeah, it'll be in, the, it'll be in the newsletter. You guys should totally come. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a really lovely experience. And it's great to do with friends. And, mm-hmm. You know, I always walk out just feeling so much more calm. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I need so, them. Yes, for <laughs> sure. So um, are there any, like, client stories you have that you, like, somebody who achieved their goals despite them not thinking they would or just stories of people you admire for what they went through to get to where they got or I mean we're we're full of amazing stories right because people come in all the time especially in this where we live right yeah a lot of tech workers a lot of people who they're not like super athletes they're not many of them have never worked out they've never Mm -hmm. picked up a weight in their life and they come in because it is a safe space and it's not a big box gym and there's not all of this crazy energy right Mm -hmm. and they find a trainer that works with them and they, they achieve things they never thought they would. Mm-hmm. Like um, one of our trainers, Medi, he has a guy who, like I said, never worked out in his life. You know, he had mm-hmm. that tech neck, forward oh, head. Tech neck. Mm-hmm. He, he was not a strong looking guy. Like you wouldn't look at him and go, wow, you're killing it. No. <laughs> but like flash forward three years and he does look like that guy that you go, oh, he must be an athlete. He carries himself so different. Wow, His posture is different. Confidence is different. Mm-hmm. Like all that. And it came just from, you know, learning how to be in his own body and get strong. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But I think probably what I'm most amazed by are our older clients, people in their 70s, even 80s, who are still coming into the gym two or three times a week. And they're just, you know, that's how I want to be when I grow yeah. up, right? Like. If you're going to age, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Staying strong, staying flexible, staying aware of where you're at in your body. So many people don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. use it, you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, My- I'm impressed that Lauren's dad, Len, goes. I know. I love Len. You, the thing is, you have to call it stretching. You cannot call it yoga. <laughs> you have to call it stretching. I don't do that spiritual. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. But he goes. But I love how Nova will just like literally be like, we're in warrior one now. We're in warrior two. And my dad comes in and he's like, I'm not doing downward dog. I'm just telling you that right away. (laughs) Len is great. Yeah, Um, we love Len. He has such a good attitude and he's improving. Yeah, he is. He is. And you have to give it to him. He shows up. I mean, that's what it takes, Mm -hmm. you know? We made him change what kind of shorts he was wearing. And he like, you know, he's like, fine. Fine. (laughs) We told him he had to walk every day. No, maybe not every day, but he's getting there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He's doing well. I mean, it's showing up. That's part of the part Just of the thing. Show up. Yep, you gotta show up. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So, what are some other? Um, you've talked about like experiences in nature that kind of help. I don't know, relax people or get them more grounded. What's 
For sure, for sure. So nature is our best source of grounding. It's our mm-hmm. best source of calmness. Mm-hmm. Um, my my therapist is a certified forest therapist. She's, oh. she's also a clinical psychologist, but mm. in forest Japan, therapist. yeah, in Japan, they've had this practice for a really long time oh. where people go out into the forest with their therapist instead oh. of sitting in an office, oh. right? That's and they so walk smart. and they talk. And part of that is getting more oxygen. Part of that is being close to the earth. Part of that is actually touching trees. Part of it is just getting out of that normal, crazy space that we're in mm-hmm. all the time, right? And offices are boxes. Mm-hmm. They oh, yeah. have a limited oxygen supply. And they're just, yeah, they box you So do you, you do in. that with her? I do. And it's amazing. Um, and, you know, there's a practice of what they call forest bathing all by yourself, yeah. which basically is just going out and walking in the forest. And while you're there, noticing what's around you, mm-hmm. not using electronics, not listening to podcasts or not that this oh, isn't a great so podcast. <laughs> I mean, definitely you know not ours, I mean. but. <laughs> like actually going out there with the intention of being present, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And just noticing a little mushroom that's growing there or a cool tree or an animal or whatever. And in that process, it quiets all the other junk mm-hmm. that's going through our head all the time. And then if you feel like sitting down somewhere in the forest, maybe just sitting down for a while, finding that tree that's like, oh, I like this tree. I'm going to hang out here for a bit. Mm-hmm. Just allowing yourself that downtime. You know, like we're not, we don't always have to be going. We don't have to be going fast either, right? Like, I feel like we're so overstimulated. I think that's so hard for me sometimes to just be quiet because there is no quiet yeah. ever. I never have ever, ever have quiet. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes me uncomfortable sometimes to be in quiet. It's hard to shift from like going at a hundred all the time yeah, to like slamming on the brakes, like COVID, for example, like yeah. all the sports and the appointments and da, 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 and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, everything's canceled. I think that was what was hard, but yeah. it's like, yeah, but if you kind of gradually, gradually get to that point, like, you know, to spend a certain amount of time each week, then mm-hmm. you can kind of ease into that. Yeah. But we're conditioned to just be like, well, if I'm not going 100% all the time, then what am I even doing? Or maybe I am? Is that just me? No, that's, no. I'm like that. Okay. I'm 100% like that. Yes. No, I'm like, what am I so even I, doing? Yeah, yes. I love that because I strive for that, but then I'm, I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm very too. uncomfortable too with it. Well, that's a, for me, it's a big part of yoga. It's a big part of working out is learning how to be uncomfortable and still be there. Mm-hmm. And then as you sit with that, it can change, right? And you go, oh. I can still breathe. Mm-hmm. I can still feel my toes. Maybe I can quiet some of that crazy that's in my head. Maybe I don't have to be making lists right now. Right? And so being able to sit with uncomfortability, mm-hmm. a lot to say in one word. Um, <laughs> it's a mouthful. It's like finding a great stretch where you're not in pain and you know you're stretching. It's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's not too much. Right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with building muscle or learning how to run more than a mile, right? It's uncomfortable initially, but then over time you realize, oh, hey, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And when I get done, I feel better, yeah. right? And that's probably the nicest thing that any of my clients say to me is that, yeah, that was really hard or it was uncomfortable. I was super sweaty and I kind of hate you right now. <laughs> but when I walk out of the building, I feel better, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Or when I wake up the next day, I'm like, oh, did that right? that good soreness yes. yeah. yeah these muscles did something yes. and I think you do kind of once you once you do it once you kind of want to repeat that it's mm-hmm. a really 
it's a hard feeling, but it's a good feeling when you want to do it again. Yeah. It's just keeping it's that emotion. Yeah. It's empowerment. Mm -hmm. And when we feel physically capable, we feel strong, we feel confident to do other things in life, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, it's much harder. Yeah. So what does your morning routine look like? Like what are, or even your daily routine, like what are things that you must do every day to make yourself feel good? So for me, it's about waking up, drinking water, not going straight for caffeine. Like right now I'm almost totally off of caffeine again, just because I know that when I'm on caffeine, I'm increasing my cortisol levels, not in a normal way. Um, and then I'm crashing in the afternoon, right? So my morning, if it starts with lots of water and no caffeine, I do better right away. And then I take time to do qigong or yoga or a little bit of both. So like a moving meditation for the body. And then I always sit for five or 10 minutes in front of my little altar and take some time to just breathe, be there, set an intention for how I want that day to go, even though I know sometimes it's not going to go how I plan. Mm -hmm. But if I've set that intention and I've kind of set myself, then I'm really grounded. I don't ever look at my phone when I first wake up. I don't even turn it on. Mm. So that first half hour to 45 minutes of the morning, no phone, no television, none of that. Then once I'm at that point, okay, now I need to look and see what's happening. Mm -hmm. Are clients texting? Is somebody canceling? Whatever. Mm -hmm. But I take that time to set myself the best possible way that I can. And then whatever happens during the day is kind of beyond my control. Mm -hmm. You know, some of it I can control, some of it, eh, not so much. Mm -hmm. But if I'm already in a really centered place and I've done my breath work, my days are better. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That sounds the opposite of what I do. And I yes. love it. And I want, I, I want to do that. Yes. But it reminds me, okay, so my, my uh, middle daughter is obsessed with watching Modern Family right now. Oh, so, watching that too. So, so funny. funny. Yes. But so yesterday... Was it yesterday? I don't know. Like she, oh yeah, good, yeah, okay. So she was home, and she, uh, I let her watch an episode, and it was one where Phil Dunphy. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's so funny, but he's just this. Oh, I have goofy, seen it. He's so quirky, yeah. and he's so like, funny. every morning when I take my shower, I take my underwear off and I kick it with my foot, and if I catch it, it's a good day, and if I don't, it's a bad day. And so when you were explaining all of that, I was like, oh, it's like the underwear. <laughs> the underwear But it kind of made me think, it's like, you kind of set like, okay, today's going to be a good day, this is what's going to happen, and of course, life, like, who knows, who knows what's going to happen, but like, totally different than the underwear thing, <laughs> just because I watched it yesterday, so, but. But it is, I mean, it is true. Like if you set a routine for yourself, you give yourself some structure. Um, even if that's five or 10 minute routine, because you have kids in your life, it's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. You have a lot going on. So even if it's five or 10 minutes, that's just your time. Mm -hmm. and, and you take that little bit of time to kind of like, okay, I'm going to set myself up for the best possible way to face this day. Whatever happens, right? Even that's great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I think okay. as moms, I know that, you know, but three of us moms, like, I can't even take a shower by myself. You know, there's... You want privacy? I mean, <laughs> what's privacy? I don't even know what that is. But I mean, I can't even... You know, I have people asking me lunch questions while I'm in the shower. You know, there's oh, no yeah. quiet time. So I think yeah. as moms, I think we have to... We have to make the effort... To carve, yes, to carve that time out. It's not going to just happen. No, there is no yeah. time. Like, I'm never alone. <laughs> I'm never alone. You're never, you were never alone. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to carve that time, but you have to do it. And you have to do it. Yeah, absolutely. We have to do it. And we need a sound bath. 
Well, next year I'm going to Argentina. And then the year after that I'm going back to Bali. Okay. Are you full yet for Argentina? I am not. So I am going to open it up. Like it's available right now. People can make deposits already. And some people have already started. And then when I get back with the actual itinerary and the date set and I open it up, it will sell out. There's a lot of (laughs) interest. So if you're interested in going, I would say when I open it up, make your deposit and then you have a spot. Yeah. Otherwise, that's the kind of trip that will be like gone. Yeah. That sounds amazing. How long is that trip? That trip is going to be probably nine nights. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, a, it's a long amazing. flight to get to yeah. Buenos Aires, and then you still have to take another flight to Mendoza, which is the wine Mendoza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Argentina is going to be somewhat similar to our Spain trip in that mm-hmm. it's going to be very food, wine, and culture-centric mm-hmm. with okay. some adventure on the side, right? So oh we, I love that. We have an amazing hiking guide, and it's backs right up to the Andes, so you're in these, you know, some of the biggest mountains outside of the Himalayas. And I love that you're saying this, because when I, if you would have just told me, like, a yoga retreat, I would have been like, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I, you know, (laughs) but this, this sounds like a dream. Like an organized adventure. Yes, but, like, with some real, like, centered moments, and, you know, being healthy. Mm -hmm. I love that. Sounds awesome. It's like a new yoga retreat. Yeah, I'm into it. So, Nova, if somebody wanted to visit Zen Rock or get involved or work with you, like, what's the best, what are the next steps they should do? Just reaching out via email is the best. Okay. Yeah. Info mm-hmm. at zenrockfitness.com. If you've ever loved and lost a pet, you will not want to miss our two-part series with Karen Anderson, two-time author and pioneer as an animal communicator. From her career as a deputy sheriff where animals helped her solve crimes, to her destiny as a medium who connects with deceased animals, Karen has made it her life's work to ensure pet owners know their beloved companions are in a better place when they depart our world. to put it out there because that one message could be the one thing that that person needed to hear to get them through that pain, that loss. They're here to just enrich us. They're here to enrich our experience. They're here to heighten us. They're like the frosting on our cupcakes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is I Know a Thing, a podcast by ordinary moms exploring what we find curious.